Learn shit. West side, east side, south side, north side, stand up. This for the city. It's for Atlanta, it's only one T in that shit, nigga tap it, we put you on grandma Watch how I hit it like Ronald O'Coy, you with all of my chain when you put me on camera Raising the standard, we going for banners, you know, we still next to blow like a gun Texting a fat bitch. Hey, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening, baby? This is episode 12, man. Episode 12 on the ticker, man. We is up right now. Atlanta, good afternoon. America, good evening. The world, good night. However, uh, Kanye and them folks said it. Fuck it. We're here. Episode 12, man. Um, been a long time since I seen y'all feel like forever, man. As always, I gotta say, appreciate all my listeners. Hey, good news is on the way. Actually, keep it P. I got a sponsor on the way. Yeah, I said, deal is being finalized right now. Clap for that shit. Yeah, you know I said, we about to. Hey man, shit is shit is on the up and up, man. I will tell y'all this, man. For all the niggas uh, who see me grinding and uh, who be saying shit to me out in the streets, be hitting me with the talk to me and shit like that. I appreciate it, bro. Keep me going. And you, as long as you keep doing whatever the fuck you're doing, you do that shit all out, bro. Something good is going to happen, bro. I know a whole bunch of sorry-ass niggas that's doing great in life because all they did was keep going. Like, god dang, just look at, the, uh, look at Dak Prescott. Just All you got to do is just keep going, and you'll eventually get good at what you're doing. So with that being said, we got a lot to get into, man. Uh, first of all, uh, start off on a sad note, uh, bittersweet. It's so hard to say goodbye, you know what I'm saying, to yesterday, uh, to a great run. Uh, we won 29 straight. We won 29 straight. So before you get to feeling sad, you know what I'm saying, we did. It's nothing. You don't even got to give the fake applause. Dude. We don't need it no more. You know what I'm saying? We don't need it. We need tears for this one, man. Georgia went down to Bama over the weekend. And uh, that was just the first loss for Georgia. They actually took two losses. So they took a loss to Bama. Then the committee decided to put them sixth. Uh, so they're out of the playoffs. They're out of the 14 playoffs. And uh, it was a great run. Um, it was a great run. Kirby, you put you, – you had a hell of a run to – we already knew it was a high mountain to climb. To win three straight national championships, that's, that's unheard of. Unprecedented, unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Jesus turning water into wine. Shit you just don't see. You know what I'm saying? So congratulations to them on the run. I know a lot of people feel down right now from Athens all the way to Atlanta. But it is what it is. We And, and at the end of the day, you know, it's like um, 
it's different with Georgia sports, man. It's, it's just like the Falcons with the Braves, with the Hawks. Anything we do, you know, at some point it could come to a a, a ceremonious end. And uh, yeah, we hate that it had to come to the hands of, of uh, Nick Saban in Alabama. But, but I will say, that nigga Milrow, quarterback for goddamn Alabama, this motherfucker can play. Uh, and I don't know if he just found out how to play because I haven't seen this game from him all season. I know they lost to Texas in the beginning of the season. I was hoping that they lost uh, the week before they played Georgia. Yes, and then I had so many close calls to where they should have been out. They should have already had their second loss. We were supposed to hand it to them, but at the end of the day, we didn't handle business. But um, they played. A, they played a hell of a game, and we played. Not only did we play timid, uh, I felt like our. Um, First of all, our defense didn't play well enough to win, but our defense hasn't played well enough to win all season. Uh, this isn't the same defense that Kirby's had over the last two years. Uh, it's evident. And um, actually, Kirby has rarely had to rely on his offense in, uh, in these past two championships. Uh, even in the, in, the last, in the first championship we got with, um, with uh, Ringo getting the pick, uh, that was, you know what I'm saying, that was a back-and-forth game. Defense came through at the end. Uh, we played TCU. Yeah, the offense scored a lot of points, but the defense was fucking TCU up. So those are our two championships, and we come down and we try to get back to it, and we just don't have the weapons on the defensive end. Not only do we not have the weapons on the defensive end, but we also had a lot of injuries on offensive end, some key injuries. Um, uh, our running back, uh, what's his name, McKinney or whatever his name is, the uh, little fast white boy, that nigga is going pro as long as he can get some new ankles. And uh, the best... Uh, uh, the best tight end in college football maybe ever, you know what I'm saying, Brock Bowers was also injured, you know what I'm saying, so we were dealing with some stuff that we just couldn't overcome. Uh, I personally think um, Carson Beck should should be in Heisman talks. Uh, I know he's not, but I feel like next year if he comes back, which he probably will, he'll be sitting at that table. Georgia, it's not over, you know what I'm saying, it's not over. Don't worry about it, you know what I'm saying. I know we didn't win this year, but Nick Saban's dynasty wasn't built on three straight. It was built on a 10-year span of five or six championships. You did what I'm saying? So it's not over. Georgia, we will be back. We will We will be. Don't worry about it. We will. They got us this year. Big bro got us. You know what I'm saying? But we done got big bro the last two years. You know what I'm saying? So it was time. But at, at the same time, I know Georgia was ready to say that Bama was out. Them niggas never out, bro. Them niggas, as long as you willing to spend that money, their endowment is like a billion dollars, like on the football team. Like as long as you're willing to spend that money, you're going to be involved. You're going to be involved. So, you know what I'm saying? Georgia's going to be here next year, bro. That's all I can say about the situation. Um, I know I want to touch on it a little bit. I know people were sad about uh, Florida State not making it in the, uh, in the, uh, into the playoffs. Uh, it's the first team to ever win a big five, a top five power conference, go undefeated, and not make the goddamn playoffs. But at the same time, I personally understood where the committee was coming from. Right is right, wrong is wrong. You can feel how you want to feel about it. Their decision was made. They're saying the fact that Jalen Daniels was hurt, you know what I'm saying? The, the playoffs is not Jalen Daniels. Oh, excuse me. They said the fact that their quarterback was hurt, that, you know what I'm saying, they, they can't go because it's not the same team that it was when they was winning all these games. Now, personally, I'm not feeling bad for Florida State for coming in number five because I don't see how they're supposed to be there. Now, this is my only thing. If I'm sitting in the in 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 the 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 room where they make the, the, the committee room, I'm putting Georgia still with one loss to a number eight. Number eight, Georgia is at worst at number four. You take a team that's won 29 straight and kick them from one to six. Can you definitively tell me? Can you definitely tell me that on paper right now, goddamn Texas is better than Georgia? I can't. I can't say that. 
I can't. I just can't go for it. Can you defend now, Bama? You got a debate, but I I would guarantee the country would rather see a rematch of goddamn Bama and Georgia than a rematch of Texas and Bama. And Bama lost the first time. Who gives a fuck? Niggas want to see that Georgia Bama the way the way the SEC is set up, and they had the same face. I want I do want people to understand. At the end of the day, I know emotions are involved at home and things of that nature. At the end of the day, it's all a money grab. It's all a money grab. So so nigga, if you put in Florida State with no quarterback, with you know what I'm saying, arguably the greatest quarterback in, in, in college history, the season he had better than Joe Burrow's season, the ratings go down. Nobody wants to see Florida State with their back, with their third string quarterback come in there and play goddamn Bama or whoever or Texas or Michigan. Nobody wants to see that shit. So it is what it is. And nobody wants to see uh, – shout out to Washington, first of all. That's the other team that's in the, um, in the Final Four of the football. Man, I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it just because I like good quarterback play, and I feel like it's, it's two dogs in there at quarterback. I definitely want to see uh, Michael Penix, and I definitely want to see what else Milrow has to offer. But I'm also excited when this season ends and see all these quarterbacks coming out in the draft because I do want to see what that does for my birds. Uh, you got Daniels, you got goddamn Penix. Uh, they is rumblings about Bo Nix going back to college. I'm not really sure. Uh, we'll find out as we get closer to the draft. But you got Bo Nix. Uh, it's so many quarterbacks that's coming out. I, I'm I'm excited for that for that reason alone, just to see what my birds do. But um, yeah, man, uh, it puts a wrap uh, on Georgia football for the season. So until next season, man. Go dogs, man. This is that that it wraps up that segment for a, a year. Sheesh, man. It was a hell of a run, bro. It was a hell of a run. I'm not even used to talking about a dog's loss on this podcast. They haven't lost a game since I started doing the podcast. If if that if that even sounds like it can register in your head, the dogs have been winning since I started dreaming. So this that's that's where we are right now. These are unprecedented territory. It's some kids that's there that's sophomores and, and freshmen. Never seen these dogs lose. Not while they was in school. So it's, un, it's uncharted territory, but like I say, man, we will be back. Uh, shout out to the dogs that's returning next year. Carson Beck, if you come back, I do want to see you in Heisman uh, as a Heisman finalist. So there's that on that. Moving on to grown man football. Because <laughs> the real niggas is on a two-game winning streak. I don't know what the fuck you heard. I don't care who we beat. I don't want to talk about that. All I want you to do is talk to me because these birds is on a two-gamer. We come off the Saints. We whip Saints, we stick foot and ass over there. We go up the Jets in the rain, we stick foot and ass over there. And shout out to Tim Boyle. You know, I came on here last week, I was with Throw It Off One, shout out to him coming on the show, whatever, whatever. And we talked about, you know what I'm saying, us going to uh, play the Jets, and he was saying it was going to be a, a blowout. And uh, I knew it wasn't because of how good the Jets' defense is. I, I, I also knew how sorry their QB is, man, and I just want people to be thankful for what they have in this world, man. Uh, you always got to appreciate what you have because it always could be worse. Like Falcons fans, we wake up every day and we complain about our quarterback play and our goddamn coaching and our backup quarterback and how we don't get a pass rush. Man, nigga, we could have Zach Wilson as quarterback. We could have, we could have Zach Wilson, nigga. We could have Trevor Simeon as quarterback. We could have Tim Boyle as quarterback, nigga. Boyle was so bad, nigga. Imagine you play the Falcons, and that was the game where your job was on the line, and we the ones that got you fired, nigga. You, how, do you how do you explain that at home, nigga? Babe, I lost my job. Too, babe. Who, which defense was it this week? The Eagles? No. San Francisco? No. The Falcons. What? What? Nigga, you can't, you can't fuck that night, nigga. You just lost to us. 
you're horrible, boy. You're I could, and I always tell people, bro, because niggas always be like, bro, you talk about these players like you could do what they do. I could throw two picks. I bet I could throw two picks. You want to see me throw? We can stop this podcast right now. Go get some grass, DJ, and a football, and watch me throw two picks in this bitch. I could throw these picks like these niggas. Don't think these niggas is exceptional? Man, come on, man. Shout out to Gatorade if y'all want to sponsor a nigga, man. I'm right here. But hell yeah. So we go up there. We beat the Jets. It wasn't convincing. It wasn't always pretty. Uh, one thing I will say, can't be mad at Dez. Can't be mad at Dez. Dez threw no picks. Dez had no fumbles. He had a pick. Now, I will say he had a pick, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and, and, and say that he knew that that play was a penalty on the, uh, on the defense, so he just gave his mans a chance, and Kyle Pitts didn't even want to take the chance. Um, but So that play didn't count. We had on the first play of the drive, y'all know it was it was, uh, it was terrible conditions up there. Wind chill of like uh, it was like ten degrees. Wind chill ten degrees. Uh, the wind was blowing like forty miles an hour during the game and shit like that. So we did fumble on the first play of the game, but he got right back on it. So no for no forced fumbles and no fumbles lost, no picks lost. So no turnovers. We won a turnover battle. Uh, even Cordell had one where he had to toss it out of bounds. But we won the turnover battle. And that's big, man. And that's what I keep telling people about this defense, which makes us, uh, seriously, seriously, this makes you a playoff team. Uh, certain things only ride in the playoffs. T defense wins in the playoffs. Running wins in the playoffs. You see a lot of teams going to these playoffs with these high-powered offenses like Miami or Buffalo or, or Cincinnati, and they go in there and they're scoring – 40, 50 points in the regular season, and they can't get a lick off in the goddamn playoffs because, one, it's cold. Niggas ain't trying to throw passes and that wind blowing on that ball, and niggas ain't trying to get them brittle hands. Wide receivers are soft. Uh, uh, for me, they're soft. They ain't, they ain't as hard as them running backs taking hits every time. So, nigga, the running game becomes extremely important in the playoffs. And we have a top five running, running offense, and we have a top five defense. That translates into the playoffs. So as we get closer to the playoff picture, I just want y'all to start watching how it's shaking up. Because it's looking like, and I said this last week, it's looking... It's looking, and I'm hoping for this because I feel like we got a matchup on our hands. We got, we're a bad matchup for a lot of teams. It's looking like we're going to have to see them Cowboys in that first round. We, 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 number, we win our division. We went out. Let's just give the scenario. We went out. Uh, who wins the uh, NFC North? You get uh, Detroit. So they get, they get a seed. Uh, they'll have the two seed. You'll have uh, the Eagles with the one seed. And uh, who the fuck is over there? And uh, it's the NFC, uh, NFC West. I want to say who the fuck is over there. It don't even matter because we're gonna. No, nah, it's not Seattle. It's not the Cardinals. It's not the Rams. It's one more team over there. Then that's the one that's leading the division too. If I'm not Seattle, Cardinal, Rams. Who else is in that division? NFC West. Hold up. I got time. Uh, Apple. While I'm doing this, I be telling y'all I need. You know what I'm saying? I need. I need a laptop so y'all can. You know what I'm saying? Take care of this shit. I don't want to have to. Oh, yeah, I said them. All right, so you go Detroit at the top. I mean, uh, you go NFC East will be number one seed will be the Eagles. Number two will be Detroit or San Francisco. San Francisco is the one from NFC West. Detroit's from NFC North. Either way, either way. Falcons going to be fourth at NFC South. We uh we got a game coming up this weekend against another divisional opponent. We'll get into that later. Woop the whoop. But if we go in there fourth, then the top two wild card spots, so like the wild card is jumbled up right now. You got the Rams fighting for that, that, that seventh spot. You got the Seahawks fighting for that seventh spot. 
Um, but what's pretty, you got Vikings, they're kind of in there. They're on that bubble. Believe it or not, the Falcons are actually on the bubble, too. Uh, we all are like six and six, shit like that. But um, the Cowboys are pretty locked in for that sixth spot, or that fifth spot, excuse me, that fifth spot. And that fifth seed is beginning because even though they have a good record, like I say, if you don't know what's going on, the Cowboys are number two in the NFC East. So they'll and they'll probably be the top wild card spot and they'll play the worst uh, NFC division leader. And that'll be us. But it'll be a home game for us. And if the Cowboys come to Atlanta, one thing I hate worst is probably uh, two, two things I hate worse than a, a Cowboys fan is a, a Saints fan, Tom Brady. And then the Cowboys. Those are the three three things I hate the most when it comes to National Football League. So if we see the Cowboys, fellas, we got to come to play. And we know they're going to come to play. They still without um, they still without uh, Trevor Diggs, uh, uh, Diggs, Stephon, little brother, uh, who's a pick machine. But shit, it's just like they just got 100 pick machines on their roster because they got this new dude, Bland, the little uh, the nigga who's like the fifth round pick or some shit, went to two JUCOs. Like he went to two JUCOs to add up to one university. And now this nigga is just picking everything. But I did see, I did see niggas lick their chops when it's one on one. When he really got a lineup against a real nigga. He throw up, he he get burned a lot, which is the same thing as Diggs. So I'm I'm looking I am looking forward to that matchup. But shout out to him. He's definitely uh it's quite possible that he could win um defensive player of the year. Uh I'm not Bland is who I'm referring to for the Cowboys defensive back. Uh it's quite it's quite possible. Uh he's up there in contention. Uh I would say the top three right now. Uh yeah, you can go him. Uh, Miles Garrett, and some kind of way you got to throw our boy Jesse Bates into the mix. The games that he's having right now, he had another pick Sunday against Seattle. The games that he's having right now are just game changing. He had two two force uh, two force uh, two force turnovers last week. So um, yeah, those those are my thoughts on that. Um, it's getting it's getting down to the nitty gritty, man. Uh, I do want to know. Um, because I, I've, I've realized, you know, I sense a lot of mixed opinions out there, and I'm gonna give my opinion. I'm gonna give my opinion, uh, but I do want to know from my audience, from the people who listen to me, uh, who do y'all think is the MVP of the NFL this season, man? Because it's a lot of a lot of great performances happening right now, and you know, what I'm saying, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not opposed to saying I'm a hater. It's some niggas I just don't fuck with, but I do reckon real, always recognize real. So some of these niggas I got on my list. Um, even though I'm not a fan of him, uh, I can't deny a great season. Dak Prescott has to be on somebody's list for MVP. And it's it's not because of um, how off he's going. Like, he is going off. And uh, I will. I know people have hesitancy on him for, uh, for not playing any good teams yet. And he does have a big test coming up this weekend against the Eagles. That will be a big game, and that'll be a big determiner on if he does win uh, MVP or how the voters look at him and things of that nature. But I just, I just want to say, real recognize, real man. He came into this season in the offseason. He said, "I'm not throwing over ten picks," and the nigga is standing on business. Like I can't be mad at a nigga who said I'm going to. He, he he knows what's wrong. The whole country knows what's wrong, and he adjusted it. Now I don't know whether it be because he's playing weaker defenses or because it's a mindset change or something like that that'll be determined when the playoffs. But as of right now, Dak is in the top three for goddamn for uh for playoff. I mean uh for MVP. That's just what it is. Um, another guy that's in the MVP discussion, and he's just like Dak has some uh, discrepancies or Dak has some uh, people who have doubters, uh, this next guy, he has the same amount of doubters because of the system he's in 
And uh, because they say he's a nickel and dime quarterback and uh, he only has to throw screen balls and the, uh, the wide receivers and the running backs do the rest, is what it is. Brock Purdy has to be in somebody's MVP talk. It is what it is. It is. I'm not a Brock. I feel like personally, I feel it's more so Kyle Shanahan and Falcons fans. You know, you know what the deal be with, with Shanahan. You know what he does with quarterbacks. He's the quarterback whisperer. Uh, before Shanahan, Matt Ryan was just uh, Matt. And he became Matty Ice with Shanahan. He was an NFL MVP with Shanahan. So Matt Shanahan, I mean, uh, Kyle Shanahan does make uh, QBs into MVPs. And it does help when you have Debo out there and uh, Brandon Ayuk out there and uh, and uh, Christian McCaffrey out there uh, and uh, and, uh, and Kettle. Yeah, it does help. It, uh, Kittle, whatever his name, George Kittle. It does help when you have those type of players on your roster. But shit, when they gave uh, Matt Ryan MVP, they didn't look around and say, well, he got Julio and, and Muhammad Sanu and Taylor Gabriel and Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. They didn't say none of that shit. All they said was that quarterback of that team that's scoring 40 every weekend is the MVP of the league. Brock Purdy is in there. That is what it is. Shout out to my uh, DJ. He he got me playing. He got my old shit playing on his new shit. You're going to get it right, DJ. We'll wait on you. You, you fixed over there? My DJ, y'all give it up for DJ. Do what the fuck he feel like. He just, he just play old podcast. He, this nigga over here watching camera on podcast while I'm on. This nigga don't give a fuck. That is the back after that. But uh, this last guy, and this is my vote for the MVP. I done gave a couple days. I know y'all see that shit. Man. They got that shit on. But uh, <laughs> last guy, uh, and this is my MVP. Uh, well on his way to a 2,000 yard season. Doesn't care who throws it to him. Uh, his quarterback is actually one of the most unhealthiest quarterbacks in the league. A sneeze will kill this nigga. Uh, shout out to Tyreek Hill, Mister about to get 2,000 yards. Mister best. Um, Best touchdown celebrations, Mr. Backflip, Mr. Cheetah, Mr. Peace sign on the way to the end zone. This nigga is different. And you want to know how different he is from the rest of the wide receivers in the league? Ask Patrick Mahomes, does he miss the nigga? That's all you got to do. Go look at what the fuck Patrick out there throwing it to right now with Kadarius Tony and Rasheer Rice and, uh, and fucking Kelsey whenever Taylor Swift show up to the game. Go look at that and compare that productivity to fucking Tyreek Hill. This shit is night and day. Tyreek is, man, Tyreek could catch the ball right here, right where I'm standing, and still score in Miami. This nigga is fast as fuck, bro. Like, it's lightning in a bottle. He is the most exciting, I would say, right now, this year, specifically this year alone. I know Lamar's had some great seasons. Jamar's had some great seasons. Patty's had some great seasons. Jetta has had some great seasons. Get well soon, Justin Jefferson. This year, right now alone, Tyreek Hill is the most exciting nigga in the NFL. What? What? You got somebody else, you let me know. Put it in the comments. I'm not seeing it. Tyreek, you go for 2,000. Nigga, I play Madden. It's hard to get 2,000 yards in a season, nigga. It's hard. I don't care who you're playing. This nigga's playing grown-ass men who are coming in to stop him. It's hard to get 2,000 yards in a season. This just is what it is. You call a spade a spade, nigga. The nigga is catching the ball on a five, on a five-yard slant and taking it to the hizzy. It's just you can't beat it. You can't beat it. And it does help that Jalen Waddle's on the other side taking pressure off of him. But God fucking damn it. Put the whole team on this nigga at this point. He's running away from everybody. What they be saying on Madden, he's got breakaway from the cop speed, which is one of the most racist things Madden has ever put on a video game. 
I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anybody ever remember when they was putting that shit. They used to say little shit like if you break a run or something like that. Madden really had that bitch saying, he just got break away from the cop speed. I, I, I loved it because I knew I was about to score if they said it, but in hindsight, like nigga, Ratton, you know, that was kind of racist. But let's need to hear it on there, man. Uh, those are my three. If you got somebody else, please enlighten me. Um, man, it's coming down to the nitty-gritty of it, man. We got a, a big game coming up this weekend. Uh, like I say, we got a, a division rival again. We just beat the Bucks. Uh, I want to say uh, three, four weeks ago, it was the game where uh, Desmond Ritter threw um, – he, uh, he actually didn't throw any picks that game. He had three fumbles, one in the, uh, two in the red zone. So uh, it's a big game to see how much he's improved since then because since then, since then he's gotten benched. Uh, and came back and won two games straight. So it could be a different Desmond Ritter, man. I'm excited to see it. Uh, the game is at the Dome. I will be there if you see me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know my slogan, say talk to me, and we'll go from there. Um, I wanted to do some picks on this game. Uh, I know the uh, prize picks was telling me to do some picks and maybe we could work some shit out. Uh, I don't want to lose any money this weekend, so I'm going to just chill. Um yeah, uh, but I will next next week. I can't I can't do it. It's Christmas time. I can't spare it right now. Uh, I've given Prospect so much money. Uh, I own one of the peas in Prospect. There's no way I don't. All the money I've donated this season. So I will make some picks. Y'all can or can't not uh, uh, take my advice. But just know I'm not putting no money down on these. Uh, I, I do hope they hit, but it just won't be off my card because I just can't right now. It's, it's tight. It's tight right now. You dig what I'm It's tight. It's tight. I keep betting on these niggas, and these niggas not performing. Uh, I, I, and say, I only bet on the Falcons anyway. I only bet on the Falcons and Hawks. So I, them the, I feel like them the niggas I know the most, unless I'm betting on, like, LeBron or the Stars or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? So my picks are – this is the most guaranteed pick I can tell you right here. If you want a guaranteed pick for me, take the under on Kyle Pitts. That's all you got to do, nigga. Put your bottom dollar on that. Because I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying it's the quarterback fault. I'm not saying it's the coach fault. What I do know, in the 12 games that I bet him get, to get the over this year, he has lost every single time. So bet that. Take that to the bank. Take that to the bank. Kyle Pitts will have the – I don't care if it's 10. He'll have nine. He'll figure out a way to get nine. And it's not his fault. I'm not, I'm not pointing no fingers at nobody. They can point it at themselves while he's not catching passes. But take the under on that one. That's my guarantee for prize picks. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Or whoever else you bet with on that stuff, down that whoop the whoop. Uh, but moving on, man. Uh, I'm about to light up a blunt on this. Let me get a sip. Let me get a sip of my Gatorade, man, because it, it's getting good. It's getting good, man. Times is getting good. Sports is getting good right now, baby. Sports is getting good. DJ, you been paying attention to the in-season tournament? You like it? Yeah. We ain't, you weren't fucking with it two, three weeks ago. And then that shit exciting as fuck. It's nice. It's nice. Them niggas playing for something. Them niggas playing for something. I want you to, uh, it's a clip I want you to play. They asked, um, they asked uh, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram what they was going to do if they win the 500000 And that nigga, the giggle on Zion Williamson's face because he know how much strippers cost and he know how much he could, how many he could buy with $500,000. He was just doing, I saw the numbers and he looked like Rain Man up there like, but that's, that's 12 strippers. That's 12 porn stars. I can get, I can get anybody. 
And I don't know. When I get my five hundred thousand, I'm probably gonna fuck a porn star too. But that's neither here nor I just saw that. I just see why Zion's healthy right now, nigga. He he need them legs. Cause my boy out here fucking hoes. But shout out to him. Uh, you know, I say, if y'all find it, y'all find it. Uh, I put I mash it in with this shit or whatever. But it's cool. It's just exciting to see these guys going so hard. Um, they we're in the um, uh, we're in the semifinals tonight. We're in the semifinals. We got uh, who is uh? It's uh the Bucks versus uh Indiana, and it's the Lakers versus the Pelicans. Yeah, the Lakers versus the Pelicans. Um, who do I have winning it all? Um, I feel like <sighs> the Bucks could win it all. Everything, everything. And you know, I came on in the beginning of the, uh in the beginning. Uh, before NBA started, and I told y'all uh, my predictions was to uh, win a championship, Bucks or Celtics. Uh, I still don't know, but the Bucks, man, this Bucks team is so real, bro. This Bucks team is so real. Like nigga, I know niggas don't. I know niggas is like their defense is suffering without Drew, but nigga, my bottle was always nigga. My offense is my defense, nigga. Nigga, if they can't stop you, they can't win. And these niggas is out here scoring a one fifty a game. You can't stop 150. <coughs> can't stop 150, nigga. You got you guys uh you got Giannis out here scoring 30, 10, and 10. <coughs> Shout out to Slapwoods. Yeah. Sponsor. Shout out to Slapwood. You can't stop uh Giannis got here 30, 10, and 10. You got Dame out here scoring 28 and 8. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I like th- I like this setup more. Then their big three when they had Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton because Giannis really had to be Superman and Batman and and, and then have two Robins. Uh, Chris Middleton isn't the same player from when they uh, went on their championship run, uh, whether it be the injury or whether it be the him just not being able to find his spot with the Bucks uh, right now because Dame is taking, huh? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Watch his face. Look at him. Yeah, that nigga know he about to fuck. Hey y'all, this is the look when Zion, Zion found out he get five hundred thousand dollars. When he he's thinking right here, he's currently thinking about which porn star he's about to text next. Like, just watch the grid. They're asking the question now. Brandon Ingram looks at, at Zion. What you gonna do? Like, I already know what you gonna do. <laughs> and nigga Brandon was like, they already know what your freaky ass gonna do. Big boy, big boy can't wait to get. He can't wait to get to Vegas and fucks up. I ain't mad at the nigga. The nigga is 23 years old. What would you do? What would you, bro? Niggas always mad at these young niggas, bro. They be like, how y'all be doing this with these hoes? What would you do at 23 with 200 M's, nigga? What would you do? How would you show out? You want these niggas to show so much fucking responsibility, nigga? Don't talk about it until you've had it, nigga. I've been broke and I've had $20,000. And I'm telling you, the bitches I talked to when I was broke and the bitches I talked to with $20,000 is two different bitches. I swear to God. The bitches that I was talking to when I was broke can't even talk to me when I had 20,000. Bitch, who are you? Ew. Ew, you broke bitch. Get the fuck away from me. I got money now. As soon as I get back broke, I'm going back to her broke ass. Unless she got 20,000, then she ain't going to want to talk to me. Money puts you in a different class, bro. Let that man do what he want to do, bro. Let that man do it. Niggas up here mad at Magic because he got HIV and shit. Nigga, you don't know what kind of HIV that nigga got. He ain't got the regular HIV that's in the hood. He got a $100 million HIV. Nigga, that's a different HIV. It may feel better. I don't know. I don't have a $100 million HIV. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Let these young niggas live their life, bro. So Zion, fuck who you want to fuck if you win that goddamn championship, boy. 
Do you bro, celebrate, bro? Don't listen to these critics, bro. They can't even afford to get your number, bro. Live your fucking life, bro. Man, judge, judge who? Judge who? Let this podcast take off. And and, and <laughs> I put my man. My shit won't even be on YouTube, nigga. It'd be on some shit you gotta pay for. Like you gotta pay eight ninety nine. Subscribe. Let it. All right. I, I show a nigga how to act with 20 million. And I'll be right on shade room throwing up middle fingers like Pac when he going to jail. I don't give a fuck what y'all think, nigga. Yeah, fuck that bitch. And let her have my kid. And I'm not going to talk to her. And I'm going to take care of my kid. And I'm about to get another relationship next week. Give a fuck. The fuck? Y'all? Man, y'all got me fucked up, boy. Yeah, I do coke. Nigga, I got 200 million. What the fuck else I got to do? The fuck? Yeah, I'm on shrooms, nigga. I got 200 million. Take me to the be- Build a hospital in my backyard. For just me. The fuck? Yeah, y'all tripping, man. So shout out to the Pelicans. That game is tonight. Back to regular basketball. Uh, <laughs> and um, the East, uh, like I, I like, um, first of all, I like the Lakers to win that game just uh, because LeBron is still on the tear right now. Man, the, just to see the, the shit that this nigga is doing at age 39, uh, saying that he still wants to play with his son. I'm telling you. And I saw Bry- uh, Bryce play last night with Sierra Canton. Bryce is... No disrespect to Bronny, Bryce is that one. And so LeBron really may have been talking about Bryce when he said he was going to wait till his son get in the lead because Bronny may not go. But, <laughs> but no, nah, man, it's just crazy to see Bron still out here uh, having 35-point games, 10 assists, five steals, five rebounds in the same game. And, you know, shout out to my man's R.I.P. the GOAT. But, uh, you know, he never did that in the Lakers jersey. So to see LeBron doing that at age 39, sickening. Sickening. Um, I do think they'll win this game just because they're finding the rhythm right now. And the Lakers get up for shit like this, like an in-season tournament, uh, because they know they're not winning no real championship. And LeBron will be that lame-ass nigga that be like, well, I got four in-season championships and four MVP. Like, sh- come on, bro. Shut up with that lame shit. But anyway, he's still a GOAT. He is what he is. It is what it is. Call a spade a spade. LeBron is a GOAT, and it's beautiful to see. Um, and I, I Personally, as much of a hater of LeBron as I am, uh, I would love to see how long this run can last. Um, to the East, uh, like I said, you got Milwaukee playing the uh, Pacers. This game is a little different uh, because, nigga, like I say, the Bucks don't play no D and the Pacers don't play no D. Uh, but And I said, nigga, you got to score 150 to beat the Bucks. The Pacers can score 150, people. And, uh, man, this nigga is having a breakout season. Tyrese Halliburton. Shout out to him. Um, It was a debate online um, talking about um, him getting traded to – is this live? It's not live? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was about to say, nigga, I'll leave if the game already – you got 20 minutes left. Now, so it was a debate online talking about – uh, first the debate was they had four people. You know, it always gives four people one got to go. It had Anthony Edwards, it had Trey Young, it had Tyrese Halliburton, and had De'Aaron Fox. And niggas was automatically like, Tyrese got to go. And I'm just like, y'all, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's not the worst. I'm just saying we got to think about this a little bit. And I know the argument always, first of all, let me go on and take Trey out because y'all know Trey stays on any list I got because Trey is godly and he's just in a fucked up situation in Atlanta. And we'll speak on that later on. They only get, from now on, let me say this before I get into the uh, whole Halliburton thing, from now on, the Hawks only get three to four minutes on my show until they get back over 500. That's just what that, I cannot 
keep dedicating time to these. It's like a teacher who has 20 kids in her class and five want to learn. I cannot keep dealing with these badass 15 kids when I got these five who could possibly go to college. So fuck them 15 kids, which represents my sorry-ass Hawks, who are currently 9-11 and just got beat to the sorry-ass Nets last night on a Mikael Bridges shot defended by DeAndre Hunter, who's supposed to be our best defensive player. God damn it, we suck. Anyway, so Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox, and the argument stems from, nigga, De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton were on the same, were on the same team in Sacramento. And, um, and they, traded, they chose to trade Tyrese Halliburton. And uh, people thought it was the wrong idea. Uh, people thought, well, people are thinking it's the wrong idea now, and it's easy to say that in hindsight. And I'm personally under the belief, this is my personal opinion, is if I had to choose between one or the other, I am always going to choose the player who can shoot over the player who's more athletic because athleticism tends to wear out quicker than shooting. So if you got a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, you don't see him dunking on a lot of people. You don't see him. Um, you don't see him being the fastest guy up the court. He's not a blur or anything like that. His his scoring and his playmaking is based on straight skill, and skill lasts longer than 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 athleticism, except unless your name is LeBron James. So in this case, uh, and another reason I take personally, just me, why I would take Tyrese Halliburton over De'Aaron Fox is because I like shooters. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is on his like third consecutive season of shooting plus 40% from the three-point line. De'Aaron Fox will die before he shoots 40% from the three-point line. Another reason I'm going to take Tyrese Halliburton over De'Aaron Fox is because Tyrese Halliburton, not only will he give you 25 points, the brother is averaging 10 assists. I can't stop no nigga who's getting a double-double. So not only am I making my – not only am I donating. So when I show up, just check in my 25 points. If I'm at the game, put 25 points on the board. Then I'm going to come in and get 10 assists. That's, you, can't, you can't knock that. That's a lot. That's, that's another 20. If, if, that's another 20 if there's if, if, no threes. If there's no threes. That's another – so I'm coming in 45 off the top. You ain't got to account for 45. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's why my choice. But you know, and 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 and, and my theory is not saying you like people can disagree because I can be wrong. I'm more of a, a old school Phoenix Suns type, where running guns, shooting seven seconds type shit. I like a lot of points. People's argument to combat mine, I will present the other argument. De'Aaron Fox does play defense. So the 45 points that he's not giving to the team is the 45 that he's stopping the other team from getting. I do understand that. I respect that. I'm just saying his defense, which is also a lot like his offense, is based on his athleticism. And I've seen it come too many times where a guy who is just like De'Aaron Fox loses their athleticism and then they're not the same player. You can go from Derrick Rose to fucking John Wall to fucking Russell Westbrook. And you can you can name these players Baron Davis. Like I can go all down the list. Steve Francis of explosive point guards who once they lost a step, their game changed. Their game changed. And and Tyrese Halliburton, niggas who shoot from half games is built to last. You look at the players who's good right now, Russell Westbrook is really struggling right now to fit in anywhere in the league. This is probably his fourth or fifth. Uh, let's, I can count it out. Uh, Houston, uh, the Wizards. Uh, did he go to – he didn't go to Charlotte. The Lakers, the Clippers. He's on his fourth team since he's left uh, OKC. You know what I'm saying? And it's because he's lost his stuff. Now, Russell Westbrook will go down as one of the greatest point guards ever, but the people who are watching basketball today will remember these dark years. And these dark years, he's, he's younger. Russell's Russ like 33. 
Him and Steph were like around the same age. Does it look like Steph is slowing down any? You know why? Because Steph can shoot, and shooters last. Shooters always last, bro. So that's my take on it. I would, lo I would love to know what you think in the comments. Tell me, man, who do y'all have right now today? If you were building a franchise and there's two players you could pick, if you could pick between De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton, who are you picking? Let me know in the comments, man, because I would love to hear y'all opinions. Uh, back to these sorry fuck nigga Hawks. Um, you know the main thing that hurt the Hawks? And this is, uh, I can't even get on these niggas like this because this is actually uh, one of my predictions for the beginning of the season. Uh, he just got hurt, man. Jalen Johnson was a big part of this team. And uh, when Jalen Johnson went down, man, that, that's a lot of defense and it's about 15 points and about four assists and four rebounds that we are missing out on. Uh, we, we can't pick up the slack from anywhere else. Trey is doing all he can. Trey is giving 27 and 10. He's doing he's giving everything. Uh DeJounte, he hasn't found his rhythm yet. He's coming along uh on the season, but you know, it's an 82-game season. Uh DeAndre Hunter is just not filled out to what we thought he was gonna be. Uh and, and uh it seems like Atlanta is good on wasting fourth picks, fourth overall picks. Uh Kyle Picks was Kyle Pitts was a fourth overall pick. DeJounte, I mean DeAndre Hunter was a fourth overall pick. We got two fourth overall picks in the city that are bust. We gotta stay away from the number four. Uh, the only nigga who can have the number four is Lil Baby. Uh, everybody else, you can't have it. You can't have it. We can't pick four no more because obviously we don't know what to do with that pick, man. Uh, the Hawks are in a bad spot. The Hawks are in a bad spot. If we do make, if we do make the play-in, it'll be eighth or ninth seed. And we, and if we win in and get into the playoffs, we will go home first round. I don't give a fuck who we play unless some drastic changes happen. But from what I'm saying right now, you can mark my words. You can goddamn come back and show me, you know what I'm saying, where I said this and I was wrong. Trust me, people, I love to be wrong about my Hawks and my Falcons and my Braves and my dogs. I love to be wrong about them. I'm just usually not. Like, I'm just usually, I'm usually spot on with these niggas. It's not hard to be right about these 9 and 11 is what it is. We 20 games in. These niggas pretty much are, without a, without, barring a major trade, and I ain't talking about no Patty Mills or no Wes Matthews or no Rudy Gay, barring a major trade, the Hawks are who they are. Y'all can go get whatever coach you want. You, you, can go get, you can go get Nate McMillan back. You can go get Phil. I don't give a fuck. You can have all three of them niggas at Krzyzewski. Get whoever the fuck you want to coach. This group of guys are who they're going to be. So they didn't even have uh, aspirations of winning the five hundred thousand uh, dollars. They already knew what it was. But um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's getting good times in basketball and things of that nature, man. Um, you know, another thing I want to talk about before I get out of here, and I want to know what y'all think. Do y'all think the uh, in the comments? Just let me know. Uh, is the West still as strong as it was? Which one is the stronger conference right now, the East or the West? Uh, I've gotten a lot of debates right now, and it's a lot. And I know the East is top-heavy. That's my argument. I always go – I'm saying right now it's shifting toward the East, uh, especially with Dane taking that trip over. Um, it's, it's, it's making a shift. You got Philly. You got uh, Celtics. You got Bucks. You got Miami. Then you step it off a little bit, and then you go uh, New York, Indiana, and uh, Cleveland. That's your top seven. That's a strong – that's a strong fucking seven. And I know niggas come with the uh, the argument. So who do you have in the West? You go Denver at the top. You go Phoenix. And I just feel like it's a drastic fall off. It's a drastic fall off. Uh, the best team right now, record wise, the best team in the league is Minnesota. I don't know if y'all knew this. They're sixteen and four. 
So uh and I just wouldn't I would take I would take all four teams I named in the East over that over Minnesota. That's me. Uh I know another team that's coming on in the East is uh Orlando. And I don't know where they would fit. They probably I, they're a surprise team. I will say that. They're a surprise team. But so are the Minnesota. And you also have a lot of surprise situations going on in the uh in the West, like uh the Lakers still find out how to get it together. Uh the Warriors, uh definitely they're not even a surprise. They're just old as fuck. Uh, they're not meant to be good right now. Klay Thompson ain't been Klay Thompson since the last game six he played. And uh, I hate to see it because I love Klay as a shooter, but he's just not the same guy right now. Uh, Draymond, if he's not punching people, he's just not Draymond right now. So uh, they're in a pickle. Uh, who else is over there? In the, uh, the Clippers are still struggling to get it together. Um, the Clippers, they I mean, they have so much talent that they don't know what to do. Uh, P.J. Tucker ain't scored in nine games, and he said it's not enough balls in the world for, to, for this team to work. Uh, I say I feel like it is if they take you off the court, but uh, it's just my personal opinion. But I know that you need it for your defense, and you got to wear because if you're not on the court, then who gonna have on the fresh shoes? So uh, you're needed for that reason, I guess. But uh, the Clippers are still trying to get it together. Uh, the Mavs, the Kings, the Kings, the Kings. I feel like the Kings are just. I don't want to say they're a piece away. I just feel like they they best player won't be the best player on the court when it comes to the playoffs. And I feel like when it comes to when it, in the NFL, you don't have to have the best player on the field. In the NBA, you 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 need the best player on the court to be on your team. If you got the best player on the court, you have a chance. And I just don't see a series where, because who's their best player? De'Aaron Fox. I don't see a series where De'Aaron Fox is the best player on the court, no matter who they match up with in the West. No matter if you go from the Clippers to Phoenix to uh, Denver to LA to the Warriors, uh, it's not too many matchups. Anthony Edwards, like it's not too many matchups where. De'Aaron Fox is the best player on the court. That holds you back. Uh, if you don't have that, you're gonna have. That means you can. That means you have to play mistake-free basketball to win. Uh, I've only seen it in my lifetime. I've only seen it once, maybe twice, depending on who you think was the best player. I know the Lakers had the two best players on the court when they lost to Detroit. Uh, they had Shaq and Kobe, but the, the Detroit played flawless basketball, and uh, they got them a championship. Uh, the next time would be. Uh, it's debatable that LeBron was the best player on the court when he lost to uh, the Spurs, but you know what I'm saying? Depend on who he is, because a lot of niggas got Tim Duncan in their top five. So, you know what I'm saying? Timmy could have easily been the best player on the court. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm just not a fan of the, uh, of the Kings, you know what I'm saying? Respect to them, lighting the beam and shit like that. But uh, I just, I don't see them being the team that's about to take this next step and being in the Western Conference Finals. I feel like it's a lot of teams in front of them, that, uh, especially with the way Minnesota's playing right now. Uh, it's a lot of NBA players. I watch a lot of NBA podcasts and things of that nature. J.J. Reddick, Paul George, uh, Trevor Reza, things like uh, – not Trevor Reza. I saw Trevor Reza when he was on Club Shay Shay. And, um, you know, a lot of them are saying, man, A.E. is the best player in the league right now. And it's really hard to debate that. When you talk about a two-way player who can go get a bucket anytime and it matches the attitude, man, A.E. has to be up there. When you talk about Luka, when you talk about Jason Tatum, you talk about Giannis, man, A.E. is an emerging superstar, man. He's an emerging superstar, and I'm proud that he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I hope he comes back home. No nigga wants to be in Minnesota. But, hey, man, when you you stay where you winning at, bro. And, uh, so you are doing your thing right now, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see um, – what's becoming of this uh, upcoming NBA season, man. We just getting started in this podcast, man. Like I say, it's uh, my 12th episode, man. And uh, I appreciate all my listeners, bro. These hours go by quick with y'all, bro. I be I get to talking, I just get to rolling, and I get high and shit like that, and then it's like we done. Like, it, it's shit wild as fuck, man. But uh, 
we got uh we got the Bucks this weekend. If the Falcons win that, man, that's a uh, three game winning streak. And uh, then we really in business. Uh, but other than that, man, I appreciate everybody, man. Shout out to the to the drip. Uh, shout out to Slapwoods, man. Big shit coming with them. Uh, we got a couple special guests to close out the season, uh, close out the NFL season, man. So stay tuned for that. It's just I love doing these episodes by myself, man, because y'all know these are my favorite ones, man. The ones I get to smoke with y'all, have a good time. Ain't nobody complaining about my black and miles and this and that. I don't want to hear all that lip, man. I just want to have a good time with my people, man. So uh, tune in next week uh, for another episode of Next to Ball podcast. And uh, DJ, spin that shit, baby. <laughs>